2: Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, where let's face it, Mike, tonight we have so many stories to get to, big NFL on the field stories to get to, we have big baseball stories to get to, but really, I really just want to do four hours of Chris Berman announcing Tommy Tuberville winning the primary over Jeff Sessions to face Doug Jones. I mean, this is like, this is the perfect confluence of everything. We even got Doug Jones, you know, in, in the show here tonight. I mean, th- I mean, this is it. Four hours, I'll never run out. I'll never repeat something uh, uh, twice. I'll just keep going and never repeat it.
4: That is pretty good. I mean, it's a nice convergence of superstars and whatever. I mean, you haven't done a Berman impression in a while. No. I was really curious, though. In in Fenley's update, he said that James Harden arrived in a suitcase. So I was a little curious as to what the hell was going on with that. Well, they kept Uh, it. It's a big suitcase. Yeah, it's a big suitcase. I I didn't know if it was like a Vegas act. You (laughs) know? It was like, (laughs) ta-da! he exploded ah, from a box. I mean, uh, I'm not quite sure, but... Oh, my God, uh, they I, sawed I off to, James Harden's legs. Yes, I was able to yeah, find no. video of him walking in yes. with a giant scarf around his face and a sizable suitcase trailing behind him. But yes. it, it had me for a moment going, wait a minute, what was that? Yeah, no, so Jay- scroll,
2: scroll, scroll. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is walking in with Harden in a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah I You mean, just they, see they the they part together. of the beard I mean, is sticking out. He was closed on the beard. Hey, you're closing on my beard. Come on, man.
4: Well, one of those things where you're trying to figure out how you're going to have the pomp and circumstance and celebration of arrivals and departures like we have for all playoff Mm -hmm. games and NBA finals games, what kind of fashion it is up at the podium. And here it is. It was... Well, in a suitcase or with mm. a suitcase. But it made me smile and it made yes. me pay attention. And it got me excited that James Harden has arrived because he was one of the, the last guys that hadn't found his way into the bubble and that we had had no updates on. And a he was specu- fine. And he was fine. That was all right. Time. He but there was, was a lot of was, speculation yeah. the last 48 hours. Oh, <laughs> he was having pool parties <laughs> and all this crazy stuff. Like, man, just gotta watch the sources and see Not- what happens. But it made for fun interesting. <laughs> interesting fodder of Wow! Harden, there's going to be a whole
2: book series out of this. Harden was just like uh, you know, you know when when um, when I used to work at Fox and TV before I was a radio host. Uh, we moved locations, right? We built an entirely new TV center uh, in the west part of Los Angeles, and I was working in Hollywood. And they were like, "Well, don't you want to come work in the new building right away?" I'm like, "Nah, I want you guys to figure everything out. I'll be one of the last people to leave. Like, I'll I'll still go to Hollywood every day because everything's working, everything's fine. I go, and you know what? I'll, I'll stay here. And I was like, I was I was you know, you know taking one for the team. Listen, I'll go to Hollywood. I'll stay here where everything is okay. You know, and I'll stay here, and you guys do it, and you guys need anything because everything was fine. And you're trying to figure out a new building where enough, where half the all stuff the gremlins, doesn't work. Exactly. We're figuring it out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm going to work out of Hollywood. You guys figure it out. And when you figure it out, and then then we'll close and then I'll show up and then I'll walk right in like nothing. And I won't be frustrated. I think that's what Harden did. You know what? You guys figure the bubble out. You figure out where you can and can't go for food. You figure out what's going to get you in quarantine <laughs> and what's not. And then when everybody's all good, then I'll show up. And we, we're going to play it for another couple of weeks. We're all good here, man. And don't worry about that. I'm going to come. As soon as you
4: all send me the diagrams of where the cameras are, so I can get in and out without being seen.
2: I want... (laughs) Uh, we, <laughs> where's we, the blind spot on this floor we we tested to see right so like where, where do the alarms go off so when I got to get out I got to get out who has the schematics where did you get the schematics down I want I need that D- download that to my phone so I can have it for you training uh, video of either Catherine
4: Zeta-Jones or that dude, uh, the fox from
2: <laughs> Ocean's 12 oh yeah, yeah. with the oh, lasers <laughs> yeah by the way how does he get through the lasers when there's no pattern I mean, seriously. If there's no pattern, you can't get through them. But he seems to dance through them like there's a pattern. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know how he does
4: it. Glorious in doing so was a finely executed scene. It was Vincent Castle,
2: right from uh, Black Swan. Yeah, that's right. Very nice. Uh, But really, hey, before we, I mean, really, the big story, the big story in the world tonight is also a big story in sports. It's here. Uh, Former Auburn head coach Tommy Tuberville, who. uh, Look, he's coached, had a long career uh, coaching college football, Auburn, Texas Tech, Cincinnati, uh, has won the Republican runoff for United States Senate in Alabama, defeating Jeff Sessions. And now he will face off against Democrat Doug Jones in the fall. Now, don't worry. Uh, this is not something Doug to get Jones political. Doug Jones is a closer on. man. Doug Jones is a clear. <laughs> Come on! Don't take any of my
4: material already. Now I got to use some of the other ones. Well, we're on the same path, man.
2: We're children of the same
4: age. What do you want from me?
2: Uh, Here's on, my man. resume. I was a five time All Star. You, you can't ruin some of my Bermanisms if I'm going to announce this. All right. So let, let's just do. Let's just do this. Let me do. Let me do three times. Chris Berman announcing Tommy Tuberville defeats Jeff Sessions and will take on Doug Jones in the fall. Can I? Can I, can I do three of them? I'm going to save the all closer right, one, one for later. All right. Number one for later. All right. TJ, after defeating Jeff Sessions, along came Doug Jones for Tuberville in the general election this fall. TJ. <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> and TJ, Jeff Sessions is all burned at the ballot box today by Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> TJ. That,
4: that was good. That was good. That was TJ, better. I like it.
2: Tommy Tuberville jams Sessions in the primary runoff tonight in Alabama, TJ.
4: See, now you're talking. (laughs) Jam Sessions. Tommy, can you
2: hear me? You've just won the Alabama primary (laughs) for the Republican Party, TJ. He would actually
4: right, use that was like five, but that was like five. But that
2: last one, he would have used that. Oh, one Tommy! Uh, uh, of course, Tommy! Can you hear me? I mean, that that'd be the first one. Anybody named Tommy, it'd be Tommy. Can you hear me? Uh, so, I will do. You know, listen, because I'm a man of the people. You have your best uh, suggestions. Send them to me on Twitter. To Mike on Twitter as well, at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome. And throughout the course of the night, I will read, you know, the, your best, the best Bermans announcing Tommy Tuberville uh, winning the primary tonight in Alabama. I mean, just the fact that you're beating some, I mean, Jeff Sessions, look, I mean, his political career is, you know, much, so well known. But just the fact you have a name named Sessions that you can play off of, and then it's Doug Jones. I mean, seriously, this is the second night in a row we're getting Doug Jones on the show, right? We talked sure. about Doug Jones last night when we had uh, Jason Cole on with us, and Doug Jones was an all-star with the Indians and other teams. Closer Bourbon called him along. came Jones. I mean, this is—I mean, this is it. I mean, really, four hours on this is easy. I do it standing on my head. That's all you ever wanted. That's it. And I mean, just this, laid this is fantastic up for
4: you for a late-night session. That's right. <laughs> of, uh, on Fox Sports Radio,
2: a late-night sessions here on Fox, but no longer for Jeff, who was defeated. By Tommy Tuberville. Uh, so Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, so, uh, and also, and also, we, we, need to, we need to mention this as well. Uh, everybody take one second right now. I need you to just close your eyes unless you're driving. Keep driving. Close your eyes and just send out a good thought. Ready? In one, two, three. Good thought. Jacob deGrom leaves tonight's Mets start with tightness in his back. Uh, hopefully he is okay. Things have been going very smoothly for the Mets uh, as they're getting set, but now here's the best pitcher in baseball, and he leaves with back tightness. At least it's not forearm tightness. When it's forearm tightness, you know what that is. That's the worst. That's going to be elbow surgery. That's, that, that's something really bad. But back tightness, okay, could just be a little bit of a thing, loosen up a little bit, okay. But let's, we just sent a lot of good thoughts to Jacob deGrom, so I think we're good.
4: No, that was good. Otherwise, a little bit of backyotomy, and then there's the other thing that's trending from this uh, COVID-19 world. Okay. Promising immune response ahead of a large trial. So the first vaccine that got tested.
5: Ooh. Said they saw some
4: positive immunity response. So Knockwood phase one test paves the way for a larger trial uh, due to begin around July 27th of about 30,000 people. So. There it is. Not a monster step forward, but we can at least start leaning in that direction and they got it once you get a lean, you can go in hard. There you go.
2: Wow. Okay, and we'll mark tape on that to play that back in the slide over baby hour. Very nice. It was pretty well done. Uh, And and this is where positive is good. Because usually you hear positive, that's negative, that's bad. Negative is positive, this is positive, is good. So it's it's kind of out there. I get it. So they tested
4: on 45 people. Yeah. And said they found encouraging immune system boost response, which is allowing it to move to the next level. So that's positivity
2: to start the show. Like Jumanji, the next level. You're getting to the next level. The next level of the game. You're getting there. Hey, listen, we get a vaccine. Rock, a little squashed down. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if the uh, shiny. Mm, no, No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to picture the rock. Go back I'm and look your... at the rock when he was for before I, I he was really jacked. Yeah, but he's up. Never, he just had some bulk. He's never worn any jaunty hats. All right, he doesn't wear purple shorts. I, 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 I don't see. It. That's kind of difficult. Can you do all the? Right, can you do hell, the eyebrow man. thing? Yeah, you can really. Yeah. I've known you for seven years. You've never once done the eyebrow. I've thing.
4: done it in your general direction. You have not, not paying attention.
2: There is no no no. That's just you trying to unfog your glasses. You have never done the eyebrow thing. That, oh, not I've once. Got the people eyebrow down. No, it's just you
4: unfortunate. Don't. The hair no. of my eyebrow is a little light, so it's di- more difficult to see. <laughs> oh, and is I've it not painted in like his? <laughs>
2: So that's what it is. Hey, if my eyebrows were darker, you'd be able to see it. Well, I mean, so I, here's, I you do that furrowed brow. It's All right. Just, it's, no, no, no.
4: Here's what you it's do. It's too no. light. Look, for a long time, no, 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 people no. asked me if I had had a problem
2: in chemistry lab, okay? So go to hell. Dude, here's what you, here's what I want you to to prove it now. Get a Sharpie, okay? And I want you to <laughs> color in your eyebrows and then take selfie video of you doing it and put it online so I could see it and everybody you'll else end do. up on some creepy yeah, do it. subset if, you, of websites somewhere no there. you no you look like you look like jack black
4: <laughs> <laughs> but i shaved uh, and i need to grow back my bushy beard uh, no, I to get the full jack black I, effect right now
2: i think you'll be i think you'll be okay where is my phone does anyone know where my phone is uh, the jason Why smith did he show say, was way- i just called to say i
4: love you Sucks. <laughs>
2: how's your daughter is she okay is your daughter in a coma oh i'm sorry you wanted i just called to say i love you uh now the big story today in the nba is you know we're getting to this is coming up next we are gonna go inside the bubble for the first time here on this show we are gonna talk to an nba insider who is inside the bubble in orlando Maybe next to the snitch line. Maybe this person's operating the snitch line. Maybe they're operating and snitching at the same time. So I'm excited about going into the bubble because that's the big story today is that the snitch line that has been put into the bubble in Orlando as the NBA is coming back to let people know when players are not subscribing to social distancing, staying away, trying to leave the bubble, anything they're not supposed to be doing where they could catch COVID-19. According to many reports, uh, uh, Shams Charania had it earlier on Yahoo, that the NBA hotline is blowing up with many people calling to say, hey, uh, I see so-and-so is doing something not supposed to, so-and-so is in this area, they're not supposed to be here. It is happening, man. The snitch line has become a big thing. I'm a little nervous that it's already
4: blowing up. Now, in one case, it appears that they went after Jimmy Buckets at, because he was either dribbling or, well, whatever the activities were. Let's just call it dribbling is what was reportedly pur- the the incident. If that's what's going to cause you to call, call the snitch line, we got problems.
2: Oh, well, it, I mean, listen. Listen. You know, Look, 75% of the phone calls are James Dolan trying to get everybody out to get the Knicks in somehow. I mean, that, that's all of it. You need that
4: 20-second team, right? Well, I mean, give it another day or two. The Nets aren't going to have <laughs> enough guys to field a team.
2: Sir, sir, this phone number is coming from outside the bubble. No, I'm inside. I'm watching LeBron. And uh, who's the other guy that's really good on that team? Anthony Davis. Yes, it's Davis. And, uh, but some guy, oh, the one guy with a beard, uh, I forget. Uh, he's pretty good. Um, he's there too. And, and yeah, you know, they're all not where they're supposed to be. So, uh, uh, what are you going to do about that? I'm sure that's 75% of it. The other 25% is probably real. But let's be honest. Is it a bad thing? Is it a bad thing that that there's not? I mean, look, I, I don't want to feel like, oh, you know, dude, you're the narc, man. You're calling on everybody. Come you're enforcing everybody. But is mellow, yeah. But sh- I mean, is it that bad a thing that this is happening, or shouldn't this be uh, how it goes to make? this why the snitch line is there. I mean, I feel bad that we're we're kind of promoting a snitch line, you know. But you know, it's there for a reason to make sure people make good decisions and if the threat of it is there and it's you know the story gets out very early that it's being used maybe this is a deterrent and maybe it's not even being used a lot maybe it's just a red herring and it's a story that was planted so the NBA can make it seem like hey everybody's on it don't do anything that gets you outside and gets you busted or has to have you sit out for for two weeks everybody's on it there's phone calls on the snitch line who is it well don't worry about it just let you know we're getting a lot of phone calls so far so maybe it's One of those preventative measures. I I don't know that this is all a bad thing.
4: No, I think that it's, it's exactly what you hoped for it to be. And if they're legit, then everybody's paranoid. If it's not, well, they're still paranoid. So and recognizing that there's a bigger task, as we've talked about all along. It's about informing hundreds of millions of dollars for not only this year, but for the next CBA and the next several years that, you know, the fines are in place. If you get booted once we get to to J- the July 30th date, right, you're going to lose a giant chunk of cash. So, I mean, the incentives are there to just walk straight, do your job, get them on, get them over, get them in. You get eliminated, you go home, and you can act the fool all you want because you're out of the league cycle for three, four months. Here, it's a... Let's make sure we know right now, here's the protocols. And most of the, your guys have now reported. So in theory, uh, everybody's just ready to lock down and get to work. The meals will get better. The services will get better. And more than one guy will go see the next DJ. Sorry, Dwight Howard. We got to keep harping on that.
3: <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific
5: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.
6: I'm Katja Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
2: Joining us now on the hotline from the bubble in Orlando, Lakers beat writer, insider, friend of the show, Tanya Ganguly. You can follow her on Twitter at Tanya Ganguly. And before we get to anything, Tanya, we have to deal with your tweet from a few minutes ago. Okay, I got to deal with this. I don't know if this is life in the bubble, but you put out a tweet that you ordered dinner room service and they delivered it to the door, contactless delivery, and you had a bottle of wine delivered. They also gave you stackable cups, which are stacked in four, you couldn't figure out how to get the stackable cups apart, so you just poured your wine in the top of the glass and you're you're actually holding four stackable glasses and you're drinking out of the top one? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs>
7: that it's is, a that boss move. That is what's move. happening, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but <I> mean, <laughs> to clarify, I didn't order my full dinner from room service. We get dinner. Dinner is part of our our uh, bubble fee that we pay to stay here and get tested every day. I just ordered this bottle of wine. And, uh, yeah, I, I still can't figure out how to get these apart.
2: I, I can't believe that. I mean, you're, you're using both hands. and you, you, Are you trying to get them off right now?
7: I just <laughs> I tried. I just tried again. It makes a squeaking noise when I try. I'm not, I don't have to use both hands, though. It's it's a one-handed 4 level wine glass at this point
4: Yeah, <laughs> just call down for a straw <laughs> it's a final. no no no, no they're little
7: glasses i you know and it's just one of my friends said this looks like a cool wine glass now it looks like it was, it was meant to be this way so i'm just gonna go I with that it.
2: Yeah, Yeah. no, or or if you want to do anything, this is the best part. Call down to the room service that brought it up. Tell them who you are. Tell them how important you are. (laughs) Demand someone come up and take the glasses (laughs) apart because you can't take them apart. No, that's a safety hazard.
4: Right, but then you got a whole glove (laughs) thing and a hazmat suit. I mean, and and then she finds herself locked out for a week. I mean, it's bad.
7: There you go. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't risk it. I just have to push ahead like this
2: (laughs) hey how has the food been has it gotten better since you know the airline food that we got pictures of a few days ago
7: um i think yesterday's food was pretty good i liked most of it the dinner was they had this like mojo moho pork that um was like very tasty there was some rice with it coconut rice i enjoyed it um today's food today's food took a little step back but you know i think it's I think there's like it it goes up and down. I think that I mean, I I think the photos that we originally saw that the players were complaining about, like it's hard to make food look nice when they're in cardboard boxes. Right. Even like fancy restaurants have had trouble with that during when restaurants have been closed and only able to do takeout. Um, But yesterday's food was good. Today's food less good.
4: Mm. So how do you pass the time? Obviously, you you pause and you pick up the phone to talk to uh, knuckleheads like us. But beyond that, <laughs> as you're playing the waiting game, I mean, you're just walking back and forth in the room, getting steps in, doing research, staring out the window and the world at large. I mean, what's the day like?
7: <laughs> well, I can't really see much of the world out of my window. I can only see a parking lot where I oh. think I did see Taco Fall ride his bicycle through the parking lot earlier today. That's breaking um, news. No, where's that on Twitter? So <laughs> no.
2: I didn't, where's that on Twitter? I didn't, I didn't see that.
7: I, I, didn't, I couldn't get my phone. I just got a new phone, so I couldn't... My old phone wasn't really capable of acting fast enough to get that photo, but... Um, and it also happened real quick. Um, but, so I don't really have a view out of my window. Um, I, you know, I have work to do. So I'm on zoom calls the same way that I would be if I was back home. I do some radio interviews. I do some, uh, the rooms don't really have a lot of space for working out. Um, but I pushed the beds apart yesterday and did some workouts. Uh, to pass the time. And um, yeah, and I, I also wait for the meals. The meals have been like a huge hit on my Instagram. People love seeing them. So I've been trying to take pictures of all my meals and show people what we're eating.
2: You know, seeing what life is like, you know, what, what you know, watching your Twitter feed and other other reporters who are there. If I could describe it this way, tell me if I'm accurate. Obviously, it's it's a resort, but it kind of seems like it's what it's like when you go away to college and you see the same people that are your friends, and in this case it's people you work with or basketball players you know, and you see them on campus and sometimes you stop and say hi and they go by and they're doing their thing and you're doing your thing. Is that kind of what life is like or are you just way off?
7: I mean, it's so I think that, that is kind of, well, I think that is kind of what life is like for the players right now. Um, for me, I have not been allowed to leave my room since i got here so really i've yeah i mean for us so for the reporters that this is the case for every reporter that's here uh well all every reporter that's here except for there's two reporters two sideline reporters one for espn one for tnt who arrived earlier and they got out of quarantine last week um so i showed up on sunday and um and so did like 10 12 other reporters i would say and we have to stay in our rooms for seven days we have to be tested every day we have to get seven negative covid tests and then after we get those um we're allowed to get out of our rooms they're going to actually switch our rooms to somewhere else uh, in the same property and then and then we'll be able to kind of go around and see you know be just be on the property and be around places um there's still a lot of rules. We're not we're not allowed to approach players or coaches, even if they're people that we know. You know, I'm I'm not sure how exactly that's going to work, but but yeah, right now I think there's some some camaraderie between the reporters that are in quarantine right now because we're all kind of going through the same thing, and it's something that the teams didn't have to go through because the players and coaches were all and and everybody with the team parties they were only quarantined for 36 hours. We're quarantined for seven days.
4: That's interesting. And now Seven it's time days. for the NBA reporters' union to rise up and say, "Hey, what's the differential here? What are we doing?" Here? Uh, maybe it's well, an LA thing. There
7: is a there is a legitimate difference. The difference is that we have not been sort of in the NBA system. Um, NBA NBA players have been tested for for several uh, days before they got to Orlando. We just showed up here and we flew commercial, so. Hey, as much as I like to accuse them of, of marginalizing us, this is not a case
4: of that. <laughs> Tanya Ganguly with us, L.A. Times beat reporter covering the Lakers. She's in the bubble in Orlando. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter, at Tanya Ganguly. Uh, you can see the wine that we talked about uh, and obviously ask a lot of questions about the bubble and it rolls and what Taco Fall looks like on a bike. Uh, now, <laughs> the business that you've been conducting, you say the Zoom calls, interviews, et cetera, and, and getting ready for, for action to start here. Uh, how much concern is there now with no Avery Bradley and, and Ray John Rondo showed up in the best shape of his life, you know, that the cliche we use for football applies here and now he's out.
7: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for Rondo it's, it's the fourth hand injury Rondo has had, the fourth significant hand injury Rondo has had since he joined the Lakers. Um, his first year with the Lakers, he had two surgeries before December and then This year, he also, in January, he had an avulsion fracture in his right ring finger, which is the same hand where he had the broken thumb. Um, What we were told is that nobody really knows exactly when it happened. They're just saying that suddenly it started hurting during practice and he had it looked at. Um, He's been boxing for some of his workouts. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, But, you know, there is a level of concern just because they are now down two of their rotational guards. Avery Bradley was one of their starters. Of course LeBron James is their point guard in their starting group. And then uh Rajan Rondo was their was essentially LeBron's backup at point guard. He was their backup point guard and they really relied on him to be um they really relied on him to kind of be a calming presence on the court with that second unit. Um now the second unit did have a lot of struggles, but Rondo was somebody that could help them sort of figure out where everyone needed to be. Um you know he had an an up and down season and there were times when somebody you know when other teammates outplayed him but i think his def, his his uh his i think it's it's sort of his his presence from a mental standpoint uh, from a standpoint of how much he could help his teammates understand what they were doing that they're really going to miss
2: because then it's going to be a shock when suddenly J.R. Smith is out there in the final minute of a big game because you know that's how it's going to (laughs) go. Final minute of a big playoff game, it's going to be J.R. Smith on the floor and he's going to take a big shot and it's going to be awesome. You know know that's how it's going to go. Tanya Ganguly with us here uh, from Orlando. Uh, Hey, a great follow on Twitter. If you want to follow her on Twitter, at Tanya Ganguly, that's at Tanya Ganguly. You get a great sense of what's going on in the bubble, the food that's there. And uh, as Tanya says on Twitter, if anybody drinks home. Milk, you are going to save all the whole milk you get every day and be able to bring it back and give to anybody, right?
7: Okay, wait. So <laughs> I I posted that. that that was yesterday's breakfast, right? Okay. I, so I posted about that today. I didn't get any milk. How
5: about? Whoa. I don't know if like
7: they're watching my Twitter or something, but oh, yeah, milk was on m- milk was on the it was on the budget and um I mean, sorry the budget. I'm such a newspaper person. Milk was on the menu. Um, <laughs> But I didn't get any, so I wonder if they noticed that I said I don't drink. I don't drink milk, so or maybe did you I talk to? A, no- aren't giving me any.
4: <laughs> yeah, did you talk to another reporter and maybe they called the snitch line on you?
7: <laughs> well, I tweeted about it, so that you know it was, just, it was public. Um, I had a friend tell me that you know, like we, I a friend, a friend of a friend was in quarantine in Singapore, and she like she was in, stuck in a hotel and they were same same kind of situation they were bringing her food and this friend told me that the second she her friend complained on twitter about um about or on instagram or something about the food and how bad it was and then like the next day when they brought her food they said was it better today wow. <laughs> so <laughs> I think people pay attention to these
2: things, I guess. All right, hang on. I'm, just, I'm recording uh, our conversation on the phone. I'm sending it to the snitch line right now. Hang on. Let me just <laughs> let sit right there. Uh, follow her on Twitter, at Tanya Ganguly. That is at Tanya Ganguly, Lakers insider. Tanya, appreciate your time. Hopefully, uh, uh, you know, good luck with the wine and good luck with the glasses. And hopefully it turns out
4: okay. Thank you. you
7: got it. Thanks, thanks, guys.
4: Talk soon, Tanya. Take care.
2: I guess you could say where tattoos go wrong, unless you're someone that just has a lot of them and it's really not that big a deal. (laughs) Uh, TMZ had the story earlier today that Post Malone got tattoos of the signatures of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey following a big night of beer pong. Now, the three of them met after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and and they had a big epic beer pong night. And after Malone, according to TMZ, lost 15 in a row to Mahomes and Kelsey, he decided to, let's amp up the bet, the loser has to get a tattoo of the winner's uh, autograph on their body somewhere. They played. Kelsey and Mahomes, of course, crushed Post Malone. They told him at the end, dude, listen, you don't have to get a tattoo. You don't have to get one. But, I mean, Post Malone's got tattoos on his face. So yeah, I can't just be, another It mark. can't be that big a deal. And it was revealed today that he actually got tattoos of Mahomes and Kelsey's signatures, though he didn't say where he got them on his body, but he now has them on there. So Cool. He immortalized- Did he get the
4: final uh, on his punch card for? Uh, <laughs> he gets a free one now or what?
2: <laughs> One more. How many do you need? 75. I'm at 73. Wait, wait, wait. Do Mahomes and Kelsey count for two? Then I'm at 74. Oh, just one more signature. You know, look, obviously <laughs> it's a lot bigger deal if you have less tattoos than if you have a lot of tattoos. Yeah, I'll put a tattoo on. I don't care. Yeah, what am I going to do? Yeah, I got them everywhere. But here's here's what I, I failed to grasp. You lost 15 in a row, okay? You lost. You didn't lose two or three in a row, and you think, oh, okay, I got it. You lost 15 in a row, and that's when you want to raise the stakes and say, let's let's bet. You just lost 15 in a row, and you apparently were playing as good as you could. Uh, so this is not one of those, hey, I'm going to pretend to play badly for the first 15, then bet the ink, and then I'm going to win. No, you've lost 15 in a row, and that's when you decide to say, let's bet ink. Uh, th- th- that's That's not a great decision. If you're trying to win the bet. You might have been able to argue you weren't in your right mind when you made the bet. Uh, well, I think anyone that wants to bet a tattoo of somebody if you lose a better way to get Yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah you've probably, right probably
4: gone a little far off. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: No, no. You know what? I'm still inkless. I
4: get inspired every once in a while, and then I just look at it and say, nah, I can do something else with that money. <laughs> and I'll probably hate it in six months, so to hell with it. <laughs> so I won't do it. <laughs>
2: I, I saw that story, and I said, well, uh, this, is, this is how the, other, the, you know, the elite level live, and this is the, the elite and the rich and the famous and the, and the talented. And uh, I, I look and go, but, man, I, I don't care where I'm at. If I lose 15 in a row at something, I'm not going to bet that I can win number 16. I'm not no, going to you would do.
4: Listen, I'm I mean never, this is this is crusty the clown betting on you, the Generals.
2: You, oh, I thought they were due. Do you think <laughs> I'm ever and I got to oh, I got to I got to make sure the door's closed. Do you think I'm ever going to bet that Michigan's going to beat Ohio State again? Are you think that's ever going to happen in football? I'm ne- no. never going to do that. Are you no. are you crazy? No way. Well, but if you double the bet every year eventually. Eventually no, there's no, gonna no, be no. one year, I, won't won't they? Yeah, eventually, but you know who knows how long it goes until it finally turns for you. Uh, Jason lost be, his house. It could be 2075. He, <laughs>
4: he lost all his
2: Mets memorabilia. Hey, Jason turned 100 today. He's got nothing left, but he finally gets back to zero. As Michigan beats Ohio State because they couldn't make it to the game, the spaceship didn't take off in time. So uh, Michigan wins by the final score of 2-0. I mean, lost it all on the blue. Please help. Oh, man.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Greetings, hello, and welcome inside hour two of the program, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. As today... We got a couple of really good football stories that don't involve COVID-19 that are about on the field from star players who had a conversation together. I mean, we, we don't get this that often. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's found money. It's, it certainly is what the world we live in right now. As far as sports, we know that what everybody wants, listeners, what you want, listen, just do a normal show. Do a normal show just like we've been doing, and that's what all the research tells us. You know, we want to do so. We can't just ignore stuff. We can't just decide we're going to do this today. No, you want normal shows, which is we have fun, we get outside the box, when we want to. But we bring you all the big stories. And No this is a huge numbers how it works.
4: once again for the month of yeah. June. So thanks everybody out there. Uh, the extended family just keeps growing, Smith. A mm. lot of new people on the holiday gift list.
2: Yeah, so, th- so this is, this is kind of what ev- every night has been. This is kind of what we do. This is what a lot of shows do. Look, you want normal shows. And m- most of the normal show is, okay, Sport X, what's the story today about it returning? All right, wh- what about what happened today? What's going to happen? What could happen? What did happen? And we react to it. And those are always the stories that have been carrying the day. And again, I'm surprised at how much mileage we have gotten every single day since the middle of March on when sports will return. The daily question, when will it come back? When will we see it? What are we going to see it? All right, now that we know when it's going to come back, what happened today that could get in the way? What happened today that could make it better? All of these things. And that's what's has carried. So that's why when we get stories like this that are about the football field, that's a conversation a couple of players have with each other it's like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. We, we, have, we have a couple of big stories involving Cam Newton and Odell Beckham Jr., who did a roundtable interview uh, a bit that was on YouTube where they talked about their careers and various things that are big news-breaking things. And this happened, obviously, after Cam Newton signed with the Patriots just done um, a day ago. And there's big stuff from both of these guys. And I saw that today, and I said, oh, my God. We got, we got a couple big NFL stories for tonight. This
4: is insane. Well, you started writing thank you notes like you were Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. You were so excited about it. And obviously, for me, the, the bonus is when Cam Newton's
2: in full Cam Newton gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, fedora, yeah, yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've won. Well, he's got to be. I mean, you you can't see Cam Newton now in anything outside of a football uniform or a big fancy fedora. I mean, it's. At this it's point, fair you point. it's not even You kind of would feel cheated otherwise. Yeah, is that really Cam? Really, Cam's just wearing a t-shirt and, and sunglasses? Come on. That's not I really. think you I just did. saw Cam Newton around
4: town. Did you really? Yeah. It's like, what was what was he wearing? It's like, well, he was No,
2: not him. No, not him. Not him. Didn't have a big hat he on? He was wearing nope. a jaunty no,
4: little hat. Now, no. was it a big rockin' fedora? Or, I mean, what, what are we
2: talking here? Yeah. I mean, he's got a strong hat game. He's got a no, very strong action. No if you I see him without to it, in that game, man. It's probably not. It's probably a Cam Newton impersonator, like the, <laughs> like like the guy who got uh, the rooked old by Paul the Gasol guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Like like the the guy who got rooked paying the money to Zion Williamson's parents, and then the phones got uh, got disconnected. Ah, uh, it's a, it's a Cam. We I got duped by a Cam Newton impersonator. Uh, how do you know he didn't have the hat on? Uh he was also five four. Well, yeah, you know it's not Cam Newton. Well, uh, but uh, Cam and Odell, a couple other players got together and, and, and did a big uh, session on YouTube in which many big things have come out of it. And the first thing is Cam Newton reflecting on his decision to join the New England Patriots, what life is like now, and how he's excited to get going because there's things he can bring to the Patriots that Tom Brady
5: couldn't. Let's listen to Cam. We have to talk about the elephant in the room. And it's like, you know you who you're you coming after. You know? And I'm like, yeah, great. What he was, what he is, it's great. Needs no even talking about it. But one thing about it, though, you, Coach McDaniels, you able to, to call some stuff that you ain't never been able to call now. All right, you know, and I told, hey, you getting a dog? You get, I'm, you ain't, you ain't, you getting one of these ticked off dogs too? That's like, bro. And I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, who we play? That team passed on me. Okay, that team passed on me. They coulda game and got me. They hollered at me.
2: All right, now let's they all be passed fair. on, you cam. Yeah, let's be let's be fair before we move on. Uh, yes, there are new plays that Josh McDaniels can call now with Cam Newton. He couldn't call with Tom Brady cuz of different skill sets. There is a there are pages and pages of plays that you have ripped out of the Patriots book forever cuz Tom Brady is not doing them. correct. Oh, uh, wait, we don't have the greatest quarterback of all. All right, let's get rid of pages 7 through th- uh, no, keep 16, 7 through 15, 17 through 81, then we'll start the playbook at page 82. So just realize that, yes, you are doing things differently that you haven't been able to do, but uh, obviously, look, Tom Brady is the better quarterback. There's a reason the guy is, is the best quarterback we've seen in the past 30 years, and there are going to be different things. But I like Cam Newton talking like he's already the guy. Uh, you didn't think he was going to be anything other than confident, But I hope that at some point he sees reality as well and needs a little bit of fear to go along with his arrogance or it's going to be a short trip for him because he's talking like I'm the guy which is great but he's not just going to walk in and Belichick's going to say yeah whatever you want to do you're the starter. No uh, they gave you a million dollars and then they showed you in the past couple of days we could have given you more look at this we just freed up eight million dollars for other players we need. Yeah we could have given you more but we didn't do it we signed you first then we freed up seven million dollars so hey how do you feel about that? So he needs that bit of that fear to go along with that arrogance. It's great that he thinks that hey I'm coming in here this is going to be my job because that's how all quarterbacks need to think but he, I, I still don't know that he's not in for a culture shock when it comes to this is how things are going to run in New England because he's going to say yeah yeah I got it I got it I got it. everything we've heard yeah yeah no I got it I got it I got it um, it's going to be really different when you get there. And you are going to have to earn the job. No one's going to just give it to you. Belichick's not going to hand it to you. If anything, he wants Jared Siddham to make it because Jared Siddham's the guy that Belichick handpicked to be Tom Brady's successor at some point. So a, a little bit of fear to go along with the arrogance because that, that combination I've always been a big fan of. That's going to help you play well. But he's always had a lot of arrogance, which has been great. But now he's a little bit of fear. He's starting over. I mean, there is nothing that the Patriots have invested in him that they can say, boy, we we really have to make sure he succeeds. No, it's a million bucks, and if we need to cut him before the season starts, we cut him before the season starts. That's the reality for Cam Newton. No, sure. But
4: the, in the interim, it's, it's Cam Newton with the same swagger and bravado that he's always had. The old adage of never let him see you sweat. I have no doubt for a couple of months in between posting workout videos that there were plenty of anxious moments behind the scenes because of the way the pandemic had kept him from getting to get checked out. By these teams right in person to go through and have them kick the tires and the whole nine yards well finally got your deal you go to a winning winning team and when you bring up the elephant in the room of tom brady uh you are your are are playing styles about as far from brady's as anybody's right great level of success and mvp in the past but the completion percentage generally not there But you can call runs and you can improvise in a way that Brady can't. So, yes, Josh McDaniels, in theory, is all excited to open up some new levels to that playbook, assuming your health checks out and that you beat out Jared Stidham. We forgot about that little part of this entire process of, you know, if legitimately they like Jared Stidham. You've got to come in and really prove that you, you beat him out. I mean, you just can't walk in there. But I like the swagger in the interim, and, you know, you know it gives us another big leaping off point, and especially when he probably looked at the Jets as one of the teams that passed and said, yeah, blank them twice. I don't know that we
2: passed that. We had Sam Darnold. We're not gonna sign him. You could say everybody passed on him if you wanted to. We're That's not gonna, what I said. We're not gonna, I That's mean, what I said. On. Everybody passed on him. It's yeah. like the same inane argument that Pete Carroll was
4: making about Colin Kaepernick. Look, anybody- oh, we love him, but you know, hey you know, uh, someone's gonna be really lucky. It's like, hey Pete, he's still available. Likewise Cam was available. How many teams how many teams really had the backup role at a million dollars locked up that they <laughs> couldn't have kicked the tires on Cam Newton for? Right, I mean,
2: to, to be honest, right? But I mean, if we that's can do what you do need to do to motivate thing. yourself, okay. If that's what you know, I, I'm a big fan of. If, if even if it's ridiculous, if it takes that to motivate you, use it because that's what's going to mm-hmm. light the fire under you. And if it, even though it's crazy, oh, they all passed on. Yeah, you haven't played well in a couple of years. You, you didn't fall in the football in the Super Bowl. Your image is damaged a bit. I mean, that's 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 how everybody sees you. That's the perception of you. But if if having the chip on your shoulder is you. Pay Asked him, okay, great. Randy Moss made a living on that, you know, for most of the time in the National Football League. Now, in the end, you need to be motivated to succeed yourself. But if you need a bit to get you going, hey, this is what's going to get me going and back into playing football. It's okay. It's again, it's Funny, ridiculous. It, but it it's worked okay. for
4: Jordan. He watched The Last Dance, and Jordan hated everybody and created nothing but conflict. Does that guy ever look at me sideways to his friends? Yeah think he did. he think he was mad when you took the last of the M&Ms. All right, he's on the list. I can't believe so, Jordan's it. not
2: trying to break into the bubble now to play. I, my juices are flowing now. I'm ready to go play. I'm ready, I'm ready to go. I can go 15 minutes off the bench. No, you know what? I don't come off the bench. I start, and then I say when I come out. Folks forget
4: that while he wasn't, you know, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, he was still an effective scorer as he was finishing. Yeah, of he course just changed he was. his game, right? Yeah. I mean, just just the way it kind of shifted. But, yeah, for Cam Newton, a whole new world and an opportunity with a franchise that put out a hype video for him, which is kind of odd and out of character. But, hey, everybody's new learning new things. The Patriots and Brady's all t- – chappy on social media so it's it's a beautiful 2020 once we actually get there
2: uh now the other thing is the flip side of this the jason smith show with mike Harmon live from the geico studios the flip side of this is that new england really needs cam newton right they need him because tom brady was their franchise yes belichick and brady was a great story belichick and brady belichick and brady but once brady is gone how interesting is belichick I mean, is he interesting enough that's going to get people to say, I, I got to watch the Patriots. I got to see exactly what's going on. You are watching a team with zero stars. Outside of Cam Newton, Julian Edelman's a really fun player, and he's fun on social media. He does some things, but he's not somebody people are going to say, "I got to see what's going on with the Patriots." The Patriots have run in the fast lane for 20 years because of Tom Brady. Right? We are a star-driven society, and New England, in their desire and Belichick's desire to say, "I'm going to get rid of everybody and show you how how good of a coach I am, I'm," because I'm going to win with no one. I will win with absolutely no one, which you know this is the Patriots' plan. Their first pick was a guy who I. I I, I think was playing in a rec league in, in the draft. Uh, this, is, I mean, this is what Belichick's trying to do. But the Patriots, tell me a reason to watch them other than for the story of who's going to win, who can win more, Belichick or Brady. The Patriots are going to be really, really boring. And if they win games, they're not going to do it in exciting fashion. We like the stars. Would we watch the Packers if Aaron Rodgers wasn't the quarterback? Of course not. We would say, okay, it, it, Packers would be a franchise we barely speak about. The Patriots have no stars anymore. Brady was that team. If Cam succeeds and takes off... Hey, guess what? Cam Newton as of two years ago was still one of the five or six players in the NFL that whatever they did they made news and we paid attention. It didn't matter. There were very few individual players that did that and Cam was that guy a couple years ago. Now he's not been that guy because he hasn't been healthy uh, for the past couple years. He hasn't been good but if he comes out and he's good again suddenly Cam Newton's going to be front page news and the Patriots are going to be exciting and fun and we're going to watch but if not the Patriots are going to lose the battle of relevancy and even if they win a few Guys, if they're six and four, it's going to be wow, Patriots are six and four. Here's a big story on ESPN.com about them, and but nobody is really going to care. What's Brady? What's going on with Brady in Tampa? If I gave you one television and said you can only watch the Patriots or Tampa Bay this year, what were you watching? You're watching Tampa Bay. I mean, the Pats need Cam Newton to get back to that place of relevancy of hey, we're, we're still a superstar, rock star team in the NFL because winning as a great head coach and in a boring way, which is what Belichick's trying to do that doesn't work anymore it doesn't, doesn't work it, it, it used to be oh if you win people no 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 not not anymore a long time ago early in the 2000s coming up if all you had to do was win and it was a, you were a fantastic story but hey you know what the Tennessee Titans won and did we say anything about them other than boy Derek Henry is great boy Derrick Henry is great you gotta have a little bit something else and the Patriots won't have it if Cam Newton's not their quarterback and playing well
4: boy I, I like that uh, you're, you're thinking Bill Belichick cares I mean, the league would like them to be relevant, but I think enough people early on will hate watch uh, one way or the other uh, just to see if Belichick crashes and burns, right? The interest in Cam Newton to see if he su- can succeed, but also the does it fall apart without Brady? And then if it's a boring team, even if Cam's not you know, the Cam that we all love uh, from his, his best days in Carolina – if, if they're winning, I mean, winning gets people interested. It'll frustrate the hell out of you, which will be fun for us five nights a week. But also just the, the idea of if, if Bill Belichick is a boring 9-7 and seven and that's enough to win the division, I don't think he cares. And I think if they get to the playoffs, suddenly the hate-watching begins again because everybody starts inching up in their chairs going, all right, how are they going to pull this out? And going, oh no! Here we go again, and that anger starts to rise. And anger leads to
2: hate, and hate leads to the dark side. Sorry. I... Yeah. Look, they'll be they'll, look, they'll be contending, and they'll be a bit of a story because hey, we'll follow it because of how are they doing. But the story is doing without Brady. It's not just how are they doing. Sure. How are they doing without Brady? And that'll keep us afloat for a while, and that'll still keep you. But th- this this whole dynasty, this whole that era is gone when they decided to let tom brady go that era is gone and every team wants to be the dallas cowboys make no mistake about it the jacksonville jaguars would love to be the dallas cowboys who's the team that everybody talks about that sells more merch than anybody that stirs the drink that has the most influential owner the most influential players you can be a superstar there everybody wants to be the cowboys and because the patriots had brady they had that but now they don't and are they ever going to get it back if they don't have star players anymore it's not going to happen I mean, if Belichick, hey, this is how we do it and we're going to win, hey, that'll work for a while. And, and New England fans, hey, we're winning, we're winning. But they're going to say the same thing the rest of us fans are saying. Boy, it's not like the old days. It's not like Tommy taking them down and winning in the final two minutes and throwing a touchdown pass to Gronk. You know, it's it's not like it was. It, it, the Patriots had the fast lane for two decades. And now, unless Cam is Cam, they're not going to have it anymore. And it's oh, going to be keep hey, just shoveling
4: dirt on Stidham. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: it's not like Sinem's St- Baker Mayfield or Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have any kind of hype surrounding him. Nothing. Is he going to be okay? Oh, but we saw a little bit of him last year. He was terrible. Now, is he going to be better this year? I'm sure he's going to be better. But is Jared Sidham going to be someone who stands up and says, wow, I'm taking the NFL by storm? Suddenly Bel- Belch is going to throw the football 45, 50 times a game every week. He didn't do it when he had Brady. He's not going to do it now. It's going to be boring football, and people are going to say, yeah, okay, it's great the Patriots won, but I don't need to pay attention to them. I'll just pay attention to the win-loss column, but I'd rather see the Buccaneers play. I'd rather see other exciting teams play. I'd rather see how – I'd rather see the Chargers play with Justin Herbert playing. I'd rather see something like that. That's how it's going to go. I'd rather see Baker Mayfield. Boy, is he going to throw a pick six? Is he going to throw his helmet at somebody? Is he going to be throw four touchdowns and, and, and say blank you to everybody in the postgame press conference? I mean, that's what the Patriots have lost the door is now open for many other teams to take that rock star status away because the Pats now are just going to be another another NFL team that is going to try to win playing good defense and just enough offense and that doesn't get it done as far as what you see across country anymore.
4: Well, you got KC, you got Baltimore, you got Big Ben coming back, you got your boy Darnold who finished the year strong. There's plenty of storylines and obviously Baker Mayfield's the one that everybody wants to see what happens this year because it all seems like it's lined up perfectly to make a rise. Unfortunately, the rest of the division, the division got good uh, and, and remains good as well. So can he make a leap? We shall see. But isn't it great to talk about football? I love it.
3: I love it. We're back between the white lines. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
7: Zumo Play.